What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Captain's Corner podcast. And we today for you, we have another season preview. And today it's going to be the Calgary Flames, um, a team that made a lot of moves this offseason, probably the most moves of any team in the league. So we got a lot to get into with them. But yeah, so but before we do, um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias at Caps Corner Pod um, for latest news, updates, especially with hockey season coming up. A lot of great stuff, content coming out. Um, yeah, so this is going to be 32 teams, 32 episodes, alphabetical order, just working our way down the list. So today we got the Calgary Flames. Um, we'll talk about last season, arrivals, departures. Projected lineup, what to expect, and more. So a lot of cool stuff. Talk about stats, salary cap. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, but like I said, team that's really done a lot. Um, they made a ton of moves. They lost Gaudreau. They lost Kachuk. And so it's definitely interesting to say the least. But definitely a team that I thought would be worse, and they actually might have came out better. Maybe not better is the right term. But, like, stay the same. I don't know. It's weird to me. I don't know. Like, I'm happy with the moves they made, but they are older in the process. You know what I mean? So, I guess it's kind of interesting. But let's before we do that, let's break into um, some stats on last season and stuff like that. Um Obviously, last year they they went 50, 21, and 11. They finished first in the Pacific, So they and they made the playoffs. They lost in the second round to the Edmonton Oilers, and then the Oilers obviously went on to lose to Colorado. But leading the way was Ghani, Ghani, only Ghani now, Ghani Johnny Gaudreau. 82 games played, he had 115 points, and that's why he ended up leaving and getting paid. That wasn't the only reason. The Calgary Flames were going to pay him more. He ended up just wanting a change-up, it kind of seemed. So that's what that was. Johnny Gaudreau, 40 goals, 75 assists. Matthew Kachuk, 82 games played, 42 goals, 62 assists, 104 points. He is now also gone. So they have two guys over 100 points gone. So that's kind of wild to me. Um, Elias Lindholm, 42 42 goals, 40 assists for 82 points, another solid. And then they have major fall-off here. Andrew Mangiapane, who also isn't... No, Mangiapane's still there, sorry. 55 points. Anderson, 50 points. Hannah, 48 points. Backlund, 39. Blake Coleman had 33. Um, Dube, 32 points. Um, Tan of 28 points. Tyler Toffoli in 37 games at 23 points. Sean Monahan, who's no longer with the team, 23 points. Sakita Zadorov, 22 points. Milan Lucic, 21. So, yeah, kind of Brett Ritchie at four points in 41 games. So, definitely an interesting team here. Um, trying to look at some younger guys. Balamak, nine games, two points. Trying to think of who else. Oh, Adam Ruzica, who's still in RFA, 28 games played, 10 points. And then goalies, they only had two goalies played for them last year. Obviously, Jacob Markstrom's their workhorse, the guy they're number one. 63 games played, 63 games started, 37 wins, 15 losses. 2.22 goals against average, sorry, and a 9.22 save percentage. Dan Vlard played in 23 games, 19. 
19 started, 13 wins, 6 losses, 275 goals against, and a 906. So not bad for them. Um, obviously, they finished first in the Pacific, but they were knocked out by Edmonton in the playoffs. They had 111. Calgary finished with 111 points. Edmonton had 104. The Kings 99. Vegas 94. Um, so that's kind of yeah, that's their stats there. So for last season, but obviously there was a lot of change up last last season for them. And let's get into kind of what they had. So this let's start at the start, shall we? So they traded. Where are we here? Okay, July 22nd. They traded Matthew Kachuk in a fourth round pick. For Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Weger, and Cole Schwind. And a 20-25 first-round pick for the Florida Panthers. So, Matthew Kachuk was obviously once good draw left. He wanted it of Calgary. He didn't want to play for Calgary anymore. That's what he decided. And so, he ended up demanding a trade, and they quite easily traded him. And then, Florida signed him to a $9.5 million deal. And then the Flames signed Huberdo. They got Uyghur. So that was a good trade. They got a lot of good players for them. Like Uyghur's a great young defenseman. They plan on having him in the lineup for a long time. Huberdo, very similar, not similar player to Kachuk, but can play like Kachuk. So that's a guy that will be big for them. Um, And then they signed Kadri. So obviously they had to compensate for that. So they traded Sean Monahan to the Calgary Flames, and they gave up a first-round pick for that, which is kind of steep. They kind of got so they got nothing in return and traded away um, Anjapani. So that's crazy to me. But yeah, let's break into salaries. Uh, let's actually do project projected lineup first. Um, so let's break into projected lineups. So obviously um, Huberto they got on the first line. Right now they have. Elias Lindholm, first line, and Tyler Toffoli, first line. Um, second line is Coleman, Kaju, Manjapani, then Peltar, Backland, Dube. Then they got Lucci, Rooney, and Lewis. Um, obviously, Kaju could jump to that first line. Lindholm, second. Maybe Kaju goes up on the wing. Toffoli bumps down. Bunch of different options here. Do they really want Lee Coleman as their second line guy? Who knows? Um, definitely an interesting lineup. Looking at the defense, they got Noah Hanif, Rasmus Anderson, Mackenzie Weger. Obviously, will be get big time minutes for this team. Um, Chris Tanev, Nikita Zadorov, and Oliver Kylington. And then the goalies remain the same with Markstrom and Vladar. 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 Oh my goodness, I can't speak right now. Um, but yeah, so obviously. Lose Johnny Goodrow. So much drama around that this offseason. Um, they lose Kachuk. So much drama around that. They're like, oh my goodness, this team is done for. Then there's no way they can play. Like, and I think there's gonna be a little fall off here. Huberto put up 100 points, but you lost 200 point scores. That's gonna hurt your roster. Um, but they're kind of in a win now it seems like this gm is not playing the risk of um let's try to rebuild he 
probably thinks his job's on the line and knows he has to perform now with this group. So that's where I think this is going. Um, but yeah, so let's look at cap. They have $2 million and just a little over $2 million projected cap space. Um, draft picks, obviously, they lose their one next year. They're getting Florida's, whole bunch of things. So they're not really, they don't have tons. They have picks, but they don't really have tons of picks. They're all, they're in win now mode. Um, they signed Nazem Kadri to, uh, what was it, eight, seven year deal at seven million dollars? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Kadri's 31 years old. Yes, he had a great, great season last year. I just think he's going to be 38 by the time this contract's going to expire. That's, is he going to live up to that contract? Maybe he has one more good year. Two, three, possibly, but hard to see. I don't know. They signed Hubert over to uh, 10.5. So they basically gave Kachuk or Gaudreau's money to Huberto. I basically see this as so they have him locked up for nine years. He'll be 38. Basically, they're just saying they don't want to lose this guy. They needed they needed to keep him. He obviously was a big part of the trade, and so that's what kind of happened there. Manjapani has three years left at 5.8. Backlund, two years at 5.3. Lucic has one year at 5.2. Bet you they can't wait to get that contract off the books. Um, Blake Coleman, five years left at 4.9. Lindholm, two years at 4.8. Toffoli, two years at 4.2. Um, Rooney, two years at 1.3. Pelotar, entry-level deal. Still in entry, two years left in entry-level. Hanif, Noah Han, now defenseman, sorry. Noah Hanif has two years left at 4.9. Rasmus Anderson, four years at 4.5. Christopher Tanev, two years at 4.5. Zadorov, two years at 3.7. Uyghur has one year at 3.2. That will be an interesting to watch, one to watch. Does he end up signing back in Calgary after this year's done? Or does he kind of like a guy that they might try to sell at the deadline? He might try to move on. Definitely going to be interesting there. Um, and then goaltender-wise, Markstrom's locked up for four more years at $6 million, And Vladar is going to have one year left at seven fifty. But he is a guy that, obviously, he's going to be an RFA. So he could... They'll have his rights, so will probably resign him. Um, cap, so we talked about cap space. Their Stanley Cup odds are plus 1,600, which is kind of fair, I think. Um, I think they're still going to be a veteran team that's going to have a great chance at winning a cup um, or making a playoff run. They're a team I could see as definitely being buyers at the deadline. They're going to need help, obviously cap help. They're a little strapped right now. And it's like they have obviously a couple of big ticket guys, but they just signed those guys. So they're not going to trade those guys. Um, so it's going to be a little tough. Like they could maybe try to move Lucic out because he's on his last year of his deal. That would clear up some cap space. Obviously, they need some cap help. But I think they're going to be a team that if they're, they're making a playoff, if they're in the playoffs, which I picture they should be, um, they're going to need to be buyers at the deadline 
and maybe beefing up that forward depth a little bit. Maybe pick up another defenseman. So definitely going to be interesting. I don't know. Do they name a captain this year? Not really sure. I thought maybe Matthew Kachuk would be the next captain. Obviously, that's not going to be the case as he's gone. Um, maybe Huberto steps up. Guys like that. Coleman, maybe assistant. Oh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they do name a captain. If I had to bet on it, I'd probably say no for this season. They're just going to roll with a couple assistants again. But definitely a team to watch. Um, I don't know. It's really interesting to me. Like, this seems kind of... They definitely have the most interesting offseason. Obviously, they're signings, losing guys. And so, kind of to see what happens with them. If they come out slow, I could see the general manager and coach being, not maybe not Daryl Sutter, but maybe the general manager being on the chopping block. But I do picture them being a playoff team. I think Edmonton finishes ahead of them. I love what Edmonton did this offseason. I think they'll have a better season. Vegas, if they can stay healthy, I think they're a team that will finish ahead of Calgary. But I still I picture Calgary be, being ahead of the Kings, being ahead of teams like that. So definitely going to be interesting. But let me know what you guys think is going to happen with the Flames this year. I think they're a playoff team. Do you think these moves they had were good? I personally do for the cards they were dealt. Obviously, they weren't keeping those two players, so they were able to replenish their roster. While moving one of them, so and then the other just going to free agency. So definitely they're definitely in win now mode. Definitely a team to watch out for this season to see what kind of moves they make, what they acquire at the deadline, and to see how far they can go in the playoffs. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode, guys, of the Captain's Corner. Um, be sure to s- subscribe, um, follow us on everything so you know when the next preview is out. And let me know who your team is, like what you want to see in their preview down in the comments. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next preview. Peace, guys.